Welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Broker Dave, and with me is Chris Thomas. What's good, everybody? And today, we are duking it out once again. Another versus battle. The battle of sequels. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you something that I've never asked uh, my co-host, and I think any of the five seasons that we've been on, I don't think I've ever asked you, how you doing, Dave? How's it going? You doing good? I'm doing good, yeah. Yeah? We we talk after yeah we, we usually talk after you know the recordings and stuff like that but I don't think I've ever asked you on air you doing mm. all right you good doing pretty good yeah feeling good 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 glad to hear yeah I I don't know how a lot of other podcasters do it where they probably like all right uh, we record and then like that's it yeah <laughs> we've been but we've been doing this for over two years now I uh, consider yeah. you I consider you my friend and I genuinely... we're good friends now we've started yeah. off strangers became friends yeah yeah it's cool and uh as the community grows you know yeah. it's just been a fun it's been a fun ride it has been yeah good yeah. glad to hear it so but now on to this ass kicking now that I know that you're okay <laughs> yeah Movie with a uh, awful friend movie with That's... awful friends <laughs> both movies the friends are terrible. And so this is our genre versus battle, and it was the battle of the sequels. Yes. You know, it was only after, well, first off, the two movies that we pitted against each other, which we already said out loud when we picked, I'm not picking this because I think it's going to win. I'm just just throwing it out there just because. I feel like there's definitely one I liked a lot more than the other. And I know this is going to be an interesting matchup for for a couple of reasons. But if I was going to pick one, like, for some reason, like, I don't know why it didn't occur to me at the time, but I should have picked something out of the Final Destination series. Final Destination 2 is probably the best Final Destination movie. It probably is, but I probably would have gone with 3 just because I think for some reason 3... Well, sequels, we limited it to the second movie in the series, so... Oh, so yeah, I probably would have said Final coming in, because that one, like, scarred a a generation of people. (laughs) Cannot drive behind a truck with logs. But we didn't do that. We decided to do Friday the 13th Part 2, which was your pick. Yes, and you chose Terrifier 2. Yeah, we have a... Entry in a franchise that has been long established, you know, one of the granddaddies of uh, of horror, the Friday the 13th series. Introduced a horror icon in Jason. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now, and versus Art, who is now becoming, uh, he's getting out of cult status, I would and think, it's and it's becoming, becoming more mainstream. Becoming more mainline, yeah. Uh, I think if Terrifier 3 is big, he'll be considered mainstream. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's made it to... Uh, movie in is in the theater status. Yeah. All right. So um, now uh, you introed your kind of taking lead on this. Uh, you determine who who do you want to go first? Uh, well, last time my movie went first, so I think we should start off with uh, Terrifier Two today. Then, uh, which was my pick for you? Yes. Now we did Terrifier back in season one. Yeah. What was it episode four or five? Yes. And. I knew going into this that, I mean, you ain't watching Terrifier for any kind of high concept cinema. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, but go ahead and tell me your experience with it. Or break it down, uh, like give the, you know, the play-by-play. So, Terrifier 2 takes place a year after the ending of the first Terrifier movie. But also, like, the day after the very end of Terrifier, where... The one survivor attacks the newscaster. All this takes place on the next day. 
Yes. And it follows a teenager, uh, Sienna Shaw, played by Lauren Lavera, I believe her name is. She was really good in this movie. Yeah. Um, she was the shining part of this movie, I think. I agree. I t- she, she has it. R- well, anybody who ever comes across art's going to have it rough. Yeah. I think I, I pitted her in my uh, who had it worst uh, comparison. It was between her and the uh, Evil Dead Rise uh, survivor. Uh, I would have went with uh, Mia from the Evil Dead in 2013. I think she had it worse than both of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but but yeah. So yeah, so now, uh, so now we started back off and uh, we see our first main character or the main character. Yeah, and she has a little brother who's kind of obsessed with serial killers and Art the Clown. Kid's neck is as long as a giraffe. Yeah, you mentioned that. I, I swear to God, I saw that. I was like, this dude's just begging for a beheading. <laughs> right, I was like, why is this dick? Jeez, I feel so bad for that kid. And I think early on we also, uh, uh, before, what happened before or after we see basically Art patching himself up. Yeah, Art gets resurrected from being killed in the first one, and then he kills the coroner, goes to the laundromat, washes his clothes, murders the guy in the laundromat, and then puts his clothes back on straight out of the washer, didn't even dry him. Something funny about just seeing, like, a mass killer like that creature just doing laundry. Like, he was sitting there reading the paper. Right. Just, just sitting there. And he's seeing this little girl. Oh, yeah. And I guess the little girl ties back into his appearance in uh, All Hallows' Eve. Which I haven't seen, which maybe we Neither should... have I, yeah. We should review that at some point. I think we talked about going back and watching it, because that's where Arthur Clown gets introduced, because it's a horror anthology, so... Yeah, and it's not even played by the same... Um... By the same actor. No, is it not? I know. I believe. Uh, is it? I, I, I keep forgetting the name because I know David Howard Thornton. Is he the director or the guy playing? Uh, David Howard Thornton is the guy playing Arthur Clown. Uh, Damien Leone is the guy who directs. Damien Leone. It. I don't. I believe that in All Hallows Eve, it's played by somebody other than uh, David Howard Thornton. Okay. Uh, it'll be. It would be interesting. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll tackle that at some point. Yeah. And then it. So Sienna goes to sleep for the night. After she finishes up her costume, and she ends up in this weird dream about the Clown Cafe. Watch well, as Arthur Clown in there gives her a box of a beating heart and a bunch of maggots, and then he what? just starts killing everybody in this Clown Cafe. Yeah, what did you think of that whole Clown Cafe? It was weird. Yeah, it was just weird. Is that is that where he uh, where Art's in there and and there was like a woman playing like the guitar? Yeah, and it's just he sets like- up. First to play the guitar on fire, pulls out a Tommy gun, mows everybody down. Sets people on fire. Yeah. And then Sienna wakes up to her room being on fire. Puts it out. Yeah. It was caused by some candles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like they show her putting out the candles before she goes to sleep and then But her mom thinks that she like Yeah, left them on, yeah. Yeah. So next day, uh Sienna goes to school and she's talking about going to a party with her friends. And her brother also goes to like middle school. And just throughout the day, they're kind of being, say, kind of harassed by Arthur Clown. <laughs> just getting harassed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he ran into her at the uh, at the uh, Halloween shop or the or, or whatever shop that she was in. Yeah, and I think that was, like, I think the Halloween shop, it was uh, Laura's, like, best acting in this movie. Where she's just, like, petrified when Art's just fucking with her. Art loves doing that, whether it's yeah. like the pizza shop in the first Terrifier where he's like sitting across and he's just like being uncomfortable to like just kind of sit there like a like a 
like sitting next to somebody like off the streets who won't leave you alone. Yeah. And now he, he likes to stalk his prey and just kind of poke at him for a little bit. See if like, hey, am I going to, am I going to follow this one or. Yeah. And she's like, so petrified. She's like, not even looking up. She quietly is like, stop. If she just talking a horn. If she just complimented his, uh, his flower sunglasses that he had on. Yeah. <laughs> then he would have moved on. And then she gets her uh, angel wings at Sephora costume. She leaves. And then Arthur Clown kills the guy working at the Halloween store. The dude got it rough. Yeah. Because at first, Arthur Clown like, puts a thing on the counter like he's going to buy it. Pulls out like a trash bag. Oh, starts yeah. Starts going through it for change. I love him. He doesn't just like... like He carries around a trash bowl of just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just a trash bag. Stuff, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's crude but effective. Just a, a yeah. trash bag full of homemade weapons. Yeah. And then after that, Arthur Clown goes to one of Sienna's friend's house. Oh, yeah. Acting like a trick-or-treater. And she's like, if I give you candy, you'll go away. He shakes his head, yeah, she gives him candy. He leaves, and then he breaks into her house. Now, this... This scene was a little much. This is the one where, um... Before I, I had seen it, like, I had heard um people when this came into theaters like it had like a uh it was like notorious for people saying like oh people were like throwing up in the aisles and stuff like now whether or not that's true i don't know but yeah. if they did it would have been from this scene this scene yeah because this goes on for quite a bit yeah he brutalized he like basically skins this girl alive oh he breaks her arm rips it yeah. off skins or scalps her skins yeah. her um he this just, is yeah the, this is uh and this girl's living through all of this. Oh, yeah. No, no, none of Art's victims go into shock or anything. Yeah. None of them die of blood loss. Yeah. I believe and at one point in time he pulls out salt and pours it on her wounds. At this point, she has been scalped. Uh, he basically uh, skins her back, basically. Like, yeah. sliced her back up and kind of, like, skins her back. Rips her, just cut her arm off. He, yeah. he like, breaks her arm and rips it off and 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 sliced her face up a little bit and she is like at this point you're like there's no way this woman is still alive she is yeah she's crawling away because art just like prances away and comes up like you said with salt and bleach yeah and pours it on her oh god that is yeah yeah you watched the first terrifier movie and you thought that that sawing and half scene was pretty rough they were like oh we can do better yeah and then the mom comes home, she gets killed. And that leaves Sienna with her other friend. Well, they're going to the party. They're like, hey, have you heard from her? No, that's unlike her. Oh, well, let's go to the party. Where her <laughs> friend drugs her with Molly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, for- I forgot about that scene. Yeah, her friend does drug her with Molly, does she? Yeah. Bad friends. Bad friends. So while this is happening, her brother's at home. And he basically runs out of the house because he's supposed to be grounded. And then Sienna's mom finds her car completely, like, vandalized. And she thinks it's her son who did it. Yeah, this mom is just angry. Yeah. Like, all the time. And then she looks into the car and you see Art, Art with a shotgun. Yeah. Just blows her head off. <laughs> if I was, if I was, uh, uh, what, what's her, Sienna's friend and stuff like that, I'd be like, how come she just gets a shot to the face? How come I had to get, get tortured right. for, for a half hour? How come yeah. I couldn't have just blown my head I gave you candy. Yeah. And this kind of goes into a movie that kind of lost me. Because it's like only like half explained. Yeah. What Art's obsession with Sienna is. Yeah. Because in the first one, those two girls just happened to 
Wrong place, Pro- wrong time. Yeah. But in this movie, he's actively hunting Sienna. And you could tell they were getting like, you know, uh, allegorical and metaphorical with like the yeah. angel wings and the like, like you yeah. feel like you were in, you're watching this like, all right, I feel like you guys are trying to tell me something. I don't, why are you guys trying to be deep? Like, <laughs> yeah. And the only reason they explained Art's like obsession with Sienna is that their dad before he died saw in his dreams that she's going to kill him. That's it. That's it. That's the only explanation you get. Maybe they're setting up for uh, Terrifier 3. Maybe. And then we get, basically, Sienna freaks out at the party and they're going home. Mm-hmm. Art the Clown abducts her brother. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uses him to lure Sienna to the uh, amusement park where All Hallows Eve takes place. And that leads us into an extremely long third act. Yeah, I... I it I, was so fucking long, dude. And it's not like nothing is happening, I mean, there's chasing and there's yeah. like, you know, people getting like hurt and all that stuff like that. But the third act definitely felt like, all right, man, this is like. Like they could have cut like 15 to 20 minutes off of it and it would still, it would have probably been better. Yeah. Because the third act is just Sienna gets beat up, runs mm-hmm. away. Sienna gets beat up, runs away. Art chases her. And yeah. It, like Sienna gets locations. thrown out to a pit, then she comes out of it, kills him. Yeah. It, it, I think you're right. Like 10. At least ten minutes could have been like, yeah. like cut of this. At this point, it's like, all right, are we? We know what you're capable of here. Like, we we, we get it. You're you're a brutalizing force, but this like you is have, just at the, by this point in the thing, you had already pulled out your gun, dude. Like in the yeah. last movie, like it wasn't even like it was like too much gore or anything. It's just like no, because we had move the story the fuck along, man. We we had moved. We had already had the big gore scene. Yeah, earlier in the movie. Like, I think once you saw that, you're like, all right, there's, like, that's probably about as gory as it's going to get. And it pretty much was around by the third act going like, all right, are they going to top that? They don't really. No, it's just an extremely long game of cat and mouse. Yeah. Like, I don't even think the original Halloween, the third act between Laurie and Michael was, like, half as long as this one. And it it was a lot more tension building. Yeah. Uh, Like, you know, Halloween did it where you could be like... All right, I don't. I really hope that Lori doesn't get found. Yeah. Like, this one, it's like, yeah, Sienna, you know, Shaw is cool and everything, but yeah, like uh, we can move this along. Like, come on, get the show on the road. Because he, he would just like brutalize her and then walk away, or like throw her through a wall or something, and then she'd get up and go and try to save her brother again, get beat up again. Maybe maybe get one quick lucky shot in and then run yeah. away. Yeah, that was probably the worst part of the movie for me. Because after all, I'm like. Alright, I'm kind of over this. Yeah, I think maybe if they were to have saved that uh, that big scene for the third act, maybe yeah. not for Shaw, but for like, but to move one of her friends, to, yeah, that came to it, park with her. Yeah, that would have been more like okay, like that would have woken you up a little. Um, oh wait, did, did you already mention about the dude stabbed in the penis? Uh, yeah, <laughs> leading into the third act, like they Sienna's getting taken home by a friend and her like creepy older boyfriend. And they get to the amusement park. Her friend stays in the car and shows the people old boyfriend. They don't go with her. They just let her walk into a abandoned amusement park by herself. Bad friends. Bad friends. And then, yeah, the boyfriend goes to take a piss outside the car. Art starts stabbing him in the dick. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. He did. It's not. That wasn't a one and done thing. That dude, no. like, you should have. You should have kept your dick in your pants. Like, yeah. Art doesn't like that. Art doesn't appreciate that. No. And then he kills her friend. And then he starts going back to the park after Sienna. Yeah, that, leading in 
cat and mouse thing. Yeah. Which he said lasts for about 15, 20 minutes, and then she eventually. Uh, uh, yeah. Doesn't she and then come back? Yeah, she kind of like gets thrown down to this pit, like civilized to get thrown down into hell. But she has those angel wings. And then she rises out of it and kills him. Yeah. And then, uh, did you see, like, the, was it a post or mid credit scene? Um, was there a post credit scene? I believe so, where the woman in the insane asylum is, is like, uh, I, I thought, I think it's, uh, oh, well, I, it's been a while, but I think I have it right here. Um, in a mid credit scene, the institutionalized uh, Victoria, the one who got brutalized, yeah. is throwing up before writing Vicky plus art and obscenities on the wall with her blood. Then she gives birth to Art's living head. Okay. And then uh, Nurse comes by and screams bloody murder. I did not see that. Well, now you have to rewatch it. That, I mean, that that adds a whole new layer to the to the story. That's why I'm a lead into Terrifier 3, then Terrifier Gives two. birth to Art's head. After Art gets decapitated by CNF. Do you get it? Do you get the metaphor? Because I don't. I really don't understand the point of the little girl either. Again, if you if you said it's something that has to do with like the first one, then again, that's even more reason for us to review All Hallows Eve at some point. Yeah, she was just there for. I thought it was just like I don't know, showing that Art is super crazy. I don't know. But Art wasn't the only one seeing her. Oh, so Sienna uh, and her brother were also seeing her. Oh, that's right. Because at first I was when I saw her, I was like, because you see her at the laundromat. Yeah. And you just think, oh, okay, he's crazy, and he has like delusions and stuff like that but it's like no she's there only three people could see her though maybe she'll play more of a part in uh that and or is like is she going to join in on the torture or something but yeah not not really no (laughs) what does it mean (laughs) it was just a weird movie not quite where i would have thought you know they would take in terrifier 2 but I don't like when I first saw. I'm not like mad at it. But... When I saw the first Terrifier, I didn't really know. All right, you make a sequel. I mean, you're not watching Terrifier for story anyway. Yeah, you're watching it to like a if you're into like torture porn or you like you're ha- you like bloody fun. Yeah, and you watch it for like just if you if you're a fan of like just Art the Clown in general. Yeah, and just to have kind of like ridiculous scene. Uh, you want to break it down? Or you want to do kill of the thing for? Uh, we could do uh, kill. Let's see, you got a, you got plenty to choose. Yeah, art does not leave you wanting in that category. Now, I'm gonna go with like the first kill movie where he just basically beats the coroner with a little metal metal mallet to death and takes his eye. Yeah, puts it in his eye socket like ooh. Because he still had it. Because he still had his eye missing from the first one. From, yeah, from the first one. Yeah. So, all right, that's cool. And it kind of introduced you, like, all right, this is the kind of movie you're in for. Yeah. Break it down for us, Dave. Are you going to give us your kill of the movie? Uh, pfft, I don't know. Kind of hesitant to give it to, uh, I don't know her name, but I mean, that long sequence is pretty long. I mean, they knew when they were shooting, all right, this is what a lot of people are going to remember. Yeah. Remember. And to that one, eh, screw it. I'll give it to it anyway. Okay. Just because that, uh, that one definitely required the most amount of effort to make. Yeah, most amount of prosthetics. Even though, like, it gets it gets pretty comical and ridiculous by the time that he rips her arm off, because it's just like, all right, this is this woman would have yeah. been dead by now, right? It prances away and comes bleach. I was like, all right, man, now you're just getting ridiculous with this. Like, right, like now just, you're just being a dick. Now you're just being a dick, man. Like, yeah. let this woman die, please. Right. 
I'll, I'll give it to them. All right. All right. Because, like, even in the yeah. first one, when he, like, brutalized the girl and she was, like, that saw the half. No, not her, like, her friend who got brutalized and she was, like, slowly crawling away. Oh, Art oh, yeah. Mercy killed her with a gun. He just pulled out a gun and shot her in the head. Though I think the memorable death in that one was the uh, sawed in half scene. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I mean, that one was quick compared to what this yeah, woman went through. Exactly. That woman probably died by the time by the time he got to her midsection, and he would have already got her heart. So she was dead before her, she got to the he got to the head. So yeah. not not so with the. So time for the score. Technicals. Technicals. I think it's shot pretty well. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay, seven on the old tech. What are you gonna give it? Oh, honestly, I kind of forgot that I had to score mine too. Um, <laughs> uh, I might have to say seven as well, just because the scenes, uh, some of the scenes might not make any sense, but at least they're shot artistically. Yeah. No CG. No. Maybe some in the fire. Yeah. Maybe some fire, but I mean, you that that is one thing that you can definitely say about the Terrifier series is that they put a lot of effort into the practical effects. Yeah, which is nice. And that's right up my alley. Yeah. So even when I'm watching the people getting tortured and stuff like that, I watch it, A, going like, all right, I'm watching that. But B, I'm like, oh, man, that took a lot of probably work to, like, you know, you know, do this and make it look like this. And yeah. plus it looks like the kind of stuff that probably after they get finished filming, and they're just sitting there all bloody looking and just kind of, like, laugh and be like, oh, right. look at this. Uh, story. Story? It's a weird story. I'm going to give it a six. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to give it a five. Uh, I'll give it a lower. Because... Um, all honesty, you're not really watching it for the story. No. Um. So for what the story is, I mean, it's not hard to follow. I mean, at some points that the, there was like, all right, is that supposed to mean something? But yeah, uh, and then you're not you're not really sure about and what meant what. Yeah, you're not really sure what meant what. So I can I can I'll I'll go lower just because I'm like, all right, the story ain't that's ain't this movie's strongest suit. Yeah, I gave it an extra point because it it tried to step outside the box a little bit. It tried to be more than what the first one was. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that they're trying to set up something. Yeah. So maybe these scores will go up once Terrifier 3 comes up. Yeah. Maybe maybe once third, you'd be like, oh, okay, so that's what the little girl meant. And that's yeah. why he's seeing visions of Sienna. Uh, enjoyment. Enjoyment. I think I'm also going to give it a six. Like, I really enjoyed uh, Lauren Lavera's portrayal of Sienna. This movie's just too goddamn long for the type of movie it is. Uh, it yeah. really takes you out of it at times, yeah. And I'm going to give it that same score, because um, you gave it a six? Yeah. I gave it a six, too. I mean, it's not a movie that I'm going to go out of my way to watch again. No. Uh, but neither is the first Terrifier. As much as I can appreciate the practical effects and how ridiculous it can get, it hasn't reached the status for me of, well, I'm going to be watching this uh, every Halloween. No. Uh, so for me, it's gonna be six. Like if it's on, I'll be like, all right, whatever. But yeah, check uh, it out, yeah. Uh, but I'm not gonna like go looking. So seven six six is nineteen. You went seven five six is eighteen. So Terrifier two gets a total eighteen point five. That's that's cool. Again, what uh, I, I I forgot that I had to score my own. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're thinking, all right, well, it's gonna be whatever. This was our kind of whatever pick anyway, so yeah. we're going to move right. to something that uh, more people probably are familiar with. Now we are moving to Friday the 13th, part two. Friday the 13th. It came out in 1980. Let's get sexy. 
because I will say this right off the bat, and I texted you. I said, "Man, this movie is horny. This movie yeah. is horny." But that's eighties. I know. Movies. I yeah, know. That's I'm just not, the time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting the movie uh, any points against it being horny yeah. because it is pr- a eighties camp thing with counselors, and the counselors yeah. are going to be horny like teens. Yeah, they're exactly the people that Jason hates. I mean, exactly. It's it's the people that his mother killed in the first one. And they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, maybe if they spent three minutes in a hot tub swirling around each other, he wouldn't kill them. You know, that's got to be our next, one of our next, next re-reviews. <laughs> what, what's her, that was uh, Mad Men. Mad was Man Mad, Marks, yeah. That was Mad Men, yeah. Because that, that one was from the versus, uh, the burning versus Mad Men. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, God, that seems so awkward, but yeah. So this movie... Uh, following, I believe it's, uh, isn't it like a year? Well, the very beginning, is it like a year after the events of the first one? Uh, according to the beginning, when you mm-hmm. see the survivor of... Alice, I think her name is? Alice, from the first one. That's two months after oh, what it's two happens. months. Oh, yeah. so it's less than a year. And then later on, it's five years later. Yeah. So two months after the events of Camp Crystal Lake, Which Pamela... They do uh, kind of like an 80s thing where they... This the beginning, like fifteen minutes of this movie is just a recap of the first movie. Yeah, I was I was about to say that she's like having nightmares, which I've ha- I used to be plagued with nightmares back in the day. But it's funny how in movies, whenever someone's having a nightmare, they toss and turn violently and will speak in their sleep. No, no, no. Yeah. I, like I'm I'm fairly certain that I've had like nightmares and I, there's i don't know i've never watched an actual person having nightmares but i yeah. just i always find it funny when people are like no no and it's uh anyway it's the exact same scenes of what happened in the first friday the 13th she wakes up from her nightmare we basically in case you hadn't seen the first one it was jason's mother yeah. <laughs> killed the camp counselors for not watching jason and he drowned to death and these are different match camp counselors that then her son died because in the original one jason dies like 20 years before she comes and kills all these camp counselors. Which is, <laughs> <Just>, like, unfair. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. Um, so she, she you know, wakes up, and she's kind of going about her day. She gets a call from her mom. Her mom's worried about her. And she's, I will say, the beginning 15 minutes after the dream sequence is some actual legit tension building. Yeah. They see that, like, you can tell that somebody is stalking her. Uh, yeah. We, we even saw somebody's kind of approaching the house at one point. And she, she like, you know, because it's it's the 80s, she has to change real quick. Like, she throws her clothes off to the side. Wait, does she, wait, does she clo- throw her clothes off to the side before she goes to the shower? Uh, but she, uh, she, she goes yeah, to the I shower. So, yeah. Which is weird, because she throws her clothes off to the side and then puts a robe on and then goes to the shower, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, and she's walking about the house and everything like that. And you can, you're just like, all right, when, when's it going to happen? Uh, we get a jump scare, a fake out jump scare from a cat. And then she opens up her refrigerator door, and lo and behold, Jason's uh, Pamela Voorhees' severed head is in there. Yeah. And then she gets uh, grabbed from behind and stabbed. And then the most basic intro credits you've ever seen, just plain white text against a black screen with music playing for, like, five minutes. I'm pretty sure that's, like... The way they do it for like the first four movies in the series, just just plain text over uh, over black, black screen, yeah. So now after the se- after the title sequence, it's five years later, and Camp Crystal Lake is officially starting to kind of reopen. 
Uh, it uh, has a new owner who plans on revamping it. Revamping it. It's been five years. It's like, all right, past is the past. Let's. Pam's uh, dad. We got yeah. nothing to worry about. Although the legend of Jason is is kind of around, just like a campfire story of like, oh, and his his mother died, and uh, the little boy Jason stalks the feet like that. Which yeah. they said it's five years later, and they said he'd be a grown man by now. Would he? How old was Jason when he drowned? Well, he drowned, and then the events oh, of the first yeah, one yeah, take yeah, place yeah, like yeah, twenty yeah. years later. Oh, so yeah, he that's... should be a full grown man. Yeah, that that's right. Because in my mind, I was like, well, five years later, you wouldn't be a full grown man. That's right. He would be a full grown man. Uh, we get uh, Jeff and Sandra who are driving down to. Uh, they're going to be one of the some of the camp counselors. Yeah. They're going yeah. for orientation, and they're meeting up with some uh, friends of theirs who they're all getting together for uh, camp Christmas open yet they're doing their orientation and making sure they're physically fit to the job and blah 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 oh and crazy ralph is here crazy ralph is back yeah crazy ralph is back and he's like all right you you guys didn't listen to me last time you You all are gonna you all are gonna die thanks ralph yeah that's cool ralph um uh, they did a little fake out thing where the guy was pretending to tow the guy's car but it was just his friend played a prank on him friend played a prank and played a prank and now they're all gathered down to uh uh for the beginning orientation and and then see, our final girl pulls up final girl pulls up jenny if i'm not in mistaken beat up car yeah jenny and, and she's banging the uh head counselor dude yeah the guy who's running the camp everybody's banging everybody in this thing. yeah and if they're not banging each other they're like being pervy and like watch like there's this one guy who there's this one woman who they specifically hired because she was willing to go full topless full nude yeah. um wear no bras and wear tight shirts and stuff like that and there's always this one creep that's constantly like trying to like like he has a slingshot where she's like he's always watching her jaw he's like yeah. slingshotting her ass and like yeah. trying to watch her while she's like skinny dipping out in the other like yeah. the dude's a creep and she was definitely just hired because of she has no problem getting naked, I imagine. And then, well, the counselors is in a wheelchair, so you know how oh, he's getting fucked up. Oh yeah, he there, he can't run. Yeah, yeah. So that and uh, like the minute you see him, you're like, oh, his death's gonna be bad. This dude's, uh, yeah, I, like I already feel bad for the dude. And uh, but you know, well, I'll get to that part in a minute. After the beginning orientation, it gets nighttime. They have a big uh, they gather around a campfire, which we. In case you didn't catch it from the first one, we catch or the first 15 minutes. We get another recap of what happened in the first movie. Yeah, we get a, uh, yeah. Which is funny that they feel the need. The, they did, the they, legend of Jason, they kind of tell in the story, yeah. I was like, yeah, we know. We already did it in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we did the recap, and now you're recapping the recap. Oh, and then I wrote in my notes here. I love how the 80s were just so horny, because, at, like, the next day, uh, people are doing like physical activities like they're yeah. doing jogging and stuff like that and it's just a zoom in right on this oh. woman's butt just, yeah um the woman that doesn't care about getting naked and the guy slingshotting her butt and she's like stop it and yeah. she's like that where she's yeah. not really going to like take any kind of like action like against people like doing that now come on jason or not or come on uh jeff or whatever the guy's yeah. name is come on now stop it I'm I'm getting annoyed here, which yeah, are you, are you really though? Everybody gets settled in. Uh the horny counselors pair up with sleeping with and crazy Ralph gets strangled to death. Yeah. Cra- crazy Ralph is just kind of stalking the area and then he gets garroted with a with a gar- garrot, gets strangled to death. 
which, I feel like in this movie, like we already know it's Jason. Yeah, but they have. But I for feel some like reason... they're trying to do like a uh, keep like the Who Done It they had in the first one. Yeah, because they they keep saying the legend of Jason, but they never show who's killing like people. Yeah. Like Crazy Ralph gets killed first. Oh well, no, uh, Alice gets killed first in the very beginning. Yeah, and and then Crazy Ralph gets it. So next day, uh, Jeff and Sandra, who were the first two counselors that we see, they sneak off to the actual Crystal Lake because I think that this camp uh, is it's like off on the... the same lake, but it's further down like the coast. Yeah, it's cause... not technically Crystal Lake. It's it's kind of further up the river from crystal lake and they go to the original crystal lake because they're you know got to see where the legend took place and all that yeah you know want to go see it all and i guess it was quarantined uh wardened off because a cop catches them like out there i guess they weren't supposed to be out there yeah i think everything's like shut down yeah and they get returned back to uh back to the counselor i forget the guy's name the guy who's heading everything do you remember the one who was sleeping paul paul yeah, it's Paul. So, Paul, so, yeah. The cop is like, are you going to reprimand him? And Paul's just like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't care. But the, his reprimand basically is uh, later that night, it's like their last night to be able to go out into the town yeah. and enjoy themselves before the, I don't know if it's before the start of camp or if it's because, well, we're you get one more night and then it's going to be straight training for like a week. So I think you, it's like one more night and then the kids are, are supposed to start coming in, so... So, so everybody gets one last chance to go out and, you know, do whatever they want and have a night on the town. But, uh, Jeff and Susan have to stay and kind of man the area because they went off. And so does wheelchair man and the girl that's digging on him. Yeah. And, uh, pervy man and, uh, no bra chick. All of them are basically, and Paul and Jenny are all basically sticking around at the camp. No, Paul and Jenny no, go out. Paul and Jenny go out. They come back later, though. Yeah, they go out with... Uh, they go out with the other people. There's, like, only one that went out with them, and they kind of leave them at the bar, too, so... Yeah. That's how <laughs> he, that guy survives. That guy that guy survived by being an alcoholic. Yeah, because they're like, we're going to head back, though. He's, yeah, I'm going to stay out. They're like, okay. Hey, he's trying to enjoy it. He gets one night on the town. He's yeah, going to enjoy it. Exactly. Saved his life. Uh, all right, so now is the portion where... The mysterious yeah. yes, where the mysterious killer, which we know is Jason, Jason yeah. is going around killing everybody. You have killings such as um, Pervy Man, who was spying on no uh, skinny dipping. He gets caught in a trap and is hung upside down. Jason slits his throat. Uh, no bra chick gets off. Uh, we have um, oh, at one point uh, some of the counselors are hooking up. Some of them go upstairs. Yeah wheelchair man and uh the girl who's digging on him they're making out and then she goes off he gets a machete to the head and yeah because she's down the stairs. like it's taking a while for her to come out so he rolls outside it's raining machete to the face and then he just rolls down the longest flight of stairs ever yeah where'd that come from right he's falling down for like seconds like oh man like because if, if it's one thing that is well established in the friday the 13th series yeah. jason does not like premarital sex no <laughs> he it, it it triggers it is his biggest trigger you do that you die in yeah even if you're thinking about doing it you dying because the wheelchair man doesn't even get to have sex he's about to though no. like she's she's because she even asked him does everything still yeah. work or is it just your legs and he's like i do okay so she's yeah. getting ready getting yeah you gotta let my man get a little bit before he like dies. Nope. i mean he got machete to the face because Jeff and uh, Jeff and Susan, they're in the middle of the deed. 
Yeah. And they get arrowed, pier- pierced through each other. Ah, that was rough. That's rough because, you know, you ain't going anywhere. Yeah. And that's a slow death. You're bleeding out. Especially if her, because she sees, like, at the last minute, somebody yeah. stabbing. And you, like, can you imagine if you survive? Like, if you're alive after that stab thing, you have, like, this dead body on top of you. And yeah. you're just slowly bleeding out. You're stuck there, yeah. You're, yeah, you're stuck. I said, I am in no way... What did I say? I said, oh, I said that poor woman who keeps having that dude slingshotting her ass is spying on her skinny dipping. I said, I'm in no way blaming her, but at the same time, you're in a group of horny dudes running around with no bra, ass, booty, shorts, and it's the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 80s. That just spells disaster in a horror movie. Absolutely, yep. Jason hates nudity. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jenny and Paul come back. And uh, yeah. everyone's dead. And you know how, uh, yeah, everyone's dead. Paul gets kind of, like, knocked out, and... What ensues is this movie's cat and mouse scene. Yeah. Jason kind of, you know, puts the bodies places and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's a practical jokester. Yeah. Uh, he, he he doesn't like to just leave the bodies where they are. He likes to he likes people to find them. And this chase leads to like where he's been staying. Oh, uh I, I forgot to mention that after the cop uh earlier in the movie, after he he got Jeff and Susan and brought them back to the uh, the camp where Paul is, and Paul doesn't represent He leaves and comes across just some figure darting across like the the uh, the road woods. into yeah. where the into where the Crystal Lake woods are, and he proceeds to chase him, and he f- comes across this abandoned shack and goes inside. Uh, doesn't call for backup, but nope. he he goes in the shed and or shack looking around he opens this door and he's just like oh my god you don't see what's in there and then jason uh hammers his head, kills him yeah so the reason i bring that up is because we eventually get back to that same shed yeah she opens up and see it's kind of like yeah jenny a sh- shrine to pam Voorhees. a shrine to pam Voorhees of Bob and her severed head yeah. on top of the shrine jenny i don't know how she made it back i don't know how she got all the way to the um to that shack because that police officer had to drive a little ways and then run through the forest. Yeah, I don't know, but she but made it there. She made it there. And um, what is what f- ensues is one of the most questionable scenes probably in the entire uh, Friday the 13th franchise. Oh, and at this point we see Jason, and he and it's classic bag face Jason. He has a burlap sack over his head. Uh, yeah, which you don't I, see his face. You just see the burlap sack. I dig the look. Yeah. I like uh, uh, burlap sack face Jason. Yeah. Jason busts in the shack, and I I, I don't know what possesses uh, Jenny to be like, to pretend to be Pamela Voorhees talking to Jason from beyond the grave, saying, Jason, you're okay, Jason. You're dead well, son. Oh, you made mommy very mm-hmm. happy, son. Yeah. Now, now come over here, son. And and in Jason's mind, he's like seeing his mother. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that all works, but... It happens. Well, either in the bar they're talking about it is I know that he has the mentality of a Jason was a kid. He was isolated from everybody else, so he doesn't know what death is. So he's just waiting for his mother to come back. And he has the mentality of like a child kind of thing. Is what they I get that, but it's like it's just very weird. It just kind of comes out of like like the way it happens. You see it, and you're like, well, a that wouldn't have even crossed my mind as something to do. 
Well, Jenny kind of sees it. Oh, I kind of look like Pamela, so maybe I could trick this guy. Hey, maybe. Yeah. But um, um, she she kind of gets him to kneel down, and she's about to like either bludgeon him or or machete him to to death. He snaps out of it. Um, and then, then Paul, Paul, Paul yeah, yeah, knocks him out. Da, 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 Paul comes in. Um, Paul comes in and basically rescues. Him. And then they see his face, but we don't. And they're just uh, kind of like, ew. That's gross. <laughs> Ew. Uh, <laughs> Paul, uh, th- but they basically incapacitate him, and Paul carries uh, Jenny out. And it, it, does he carry her to the to the camp? Yeah, back to the camp. Back to the camp, and trying she's, to mend her mend yeah, her wounds. But, Jason uh, attacks. That's a burlap sack now. And we see Jason face. Yeah, which is this distort, uh, disfigured looking face, and grabs Jenny. Um, slow motion. I guess she blacks out because yeah. the scene is her in a ambulance, and she's like, "Where's Paul?" So we don't know what happened to Paul. No. I guess we don't also know what happened to Jason either because he, yeah. he he we just see him attack her, and then she wakes up in an ambulance. Yeah. And then the ambulance drives off, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And for those wondering why he has a burlap sack, case he gets his signature hockey mask in part three. Yeah, and, yeah, and the yes, the yeah, first on that out there. Yeah, we don't his get, signature look. He doesn't get till part three. Yes, uh, yeah, he doesn't start sporting that hockey mask until later. But I will say, I do like the burlap sack look. I think it's creepy, which is yeah, which is I enjoy cool. it. Yeah. All right, so all right, so I guess I'll I'll do quick kill of the movie, uh, which I have plenty to choose from. Oh yeah, a lot of deaths in those two. A lot movies. of lot of deaths. You know what I'm gonna give it to? I'm gonna give it to. Um, his name the dude who got uh upside down uh throat slit because that dude deserved it yeah Th- that dude was a perv like the entire movie and was like sitting there spying on like uh no bra chick like uh skinny dipping like pestering yeah. her trying to like i'm like <laughs> slingshotting her ass and stuff like that. i'm like dude the entire time i'm thinking dude is this like your hitting on her technique because yeah his way of flirting is this what your way of flirting like just being a pest and a perv like i guess he gets, different times but he gets uh he gets upside down and then he gets his throat slit so i mean i'm not saying anybody deserves to die but i'm just saying that one was like all right well that dude's out of here at least so i go with the wheelchair guy yeah that's a myth <laughs> the law like you said the law staircase uh which came out of nowhere which, you don't see that staircase anywhere else in this movie except for that scene. Which, if you're going to have a counselor who has a wheelchair, that's the place to have that little staircase anyway. Just yeah. like there's the, none of these none of these places are ramp friendly either. No, but I mean, I'm not saying you can't be a camp counselor. But I'm just saying like it looks like they took like no precautions for their uh, wheelchair bound counselor. Yeah, but whatever. It was the '80s. Maybe things were yeah. different back then. Back in the '80s, yeah. All right. Times. So technicals. It, what's funny about never look at the scores before I score score these, and then I look and see what Rotten Tomato. Yeah. I compare, but I never do it beforehand. Yeah. Um, technicals. Given that this is a '80s slasher, I gave technicals a five. Five. I gave the te- five. It was pretty much. I'm going to say this a couple of times. A run of the mill slasher. This is a camp counselor slasher movie. Uh, what happened in the first one is basically happening in this one. Um, and, uh, I mean, I will say that the beginning had some actual genuine tension building yeah. in, the, in the first 15 minutes. And the kills were pretty, um, 
you know, pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, when you go to watch a slasher movie like this, part of the fun is watching, like, how how is this person going to get, you know, slashed? You know, yeah, what different ways? That's why I gave the technicals a six. Yeah. Yeah. So I said it's competent, but, and there's some genuine, like, now story. Story between a four. See, I'm at a seven because this story introduces a horror icon. Um, it starts a uh, something that's still relevant to today. Yes, but I have to know that. I'm trying to go into this thinking like not knowing what we know now of what stuff is going to eventually become. Yeah, true. Um, um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna change technicals to five and a half, and I'm gonna give story a four and a half. However, I will say for enjoyment, I will give it a seven. Seven? I will give the enjoyment a seven because it gave me a lot of nostalgia. This is the exact kind of movie that me and my friends would kind of watch back when I was a teenager every Friday night. It is the exact kind of movie I'm expecting for a, sla- a camp slasher. Where It would be the kind of movie where we would watch it and then we would start taking bets. All right, I think this person's going to die. I think that person's going to live. Or the way we would do it is um, we would go all right, pick your guy, and that's going to be you in the movie. And then when your guy inevitably gets killed, you're like, oh, man, I got fucking, like, I got an arrow to the face? Damn. We would just kind of, like, pretend to person in the thing. So it, it's, it just brought me, it caught me on a good day because yeah. it just brought me back to some nostalgia. And it's it's just a classic. It's Friday the 13th, yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I gotta say, this is probably my second or third favorite in the franchise. So, enjoyment, like, I watch this movie pretty regularly. So, I went with eight, and so you went five and a half, four and a half, and seven. Yeah. So, total 16. I went six, six, eight for a total of 20. Average score of 18. So, do we have a tie? No, Terrifier 2 got 18 and a half. Oh, I thought By I thought we half point. I thought we tied. No, half <laughs> like, point. Terrifier two one. Um, and when I compared it to Rotten Tomatoes, we're still very generous because this got like a. Let me look at it right now, actually, because it's not high. No, Rotten Tomatoes is. I don't like the ratings at all. Well, let me see what it comparatively is. Friday Thirteenth Part Two is a twenty nine on the Rotten Tomato meter, uh, with the audience score being forty eight. Um, See, I listen to the audience score more than like that. Because I think that we also like, because I gave it, you know, the story, it's kind of also hard because like I said, we know what Jason is eventually going to become. And it's also kind of why when it comes to these movies, they're not going to be like super high for me in terms of story just because they're slashers. I mean, they're going to, I'm not watching it for story, Um, especially sequels, because a lot of sequels do the exact same thing that the first one did. So kind of like. Like Terrifier basically did the same. Well, I mean, kind of like you said, they did try to branch out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but I gave it lower just because I was like, it's not. Yeah. But I did enjoy it though. But that's again, this is also cool because we're going to be extra generous just because we had we know what bad movies are. We've seen yeah. bad movies. We've seen some terrible. You know, and I mean, we just re-reviewed the um, Venom movie, and at least oh, God. yeah. At least with that one, like it, it, they had better scores than what it was last time, but at the same yeah. time, I didn't enjoy watching it. Not at all. Dude. That was yeah. awful. And so I, I enjoy a good '80s slasher with its cheese and all. <laughs> like, like when you said, I said, "Man, this movie is horny." You were like, "Yes, yeah, it's, it's the '80s." I was like, "Exactly." I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this movie is horny, 
any chance you get, there's going to be a naked woman or a close-up of some breasts or some ass or a guy peeping in or a person changing. <laughs> I mean, half the movie is them all hooking up with each other and then just getting hacked to death. Basically. But I had fun watching it. Yeah. All right. Time to find out what our next one is going to be. I honestly thought that you were going to win that one. I, I didn't think you were going to give Terrifier a uh, decent score because I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, it was just kind of a whatever, <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there kind of thing. Yeah. But, but, it's a but, decent movie. But by point five, I mean, that's that's a very close uh, margin. Yeah, though. very close. So let me go ahead and bust out the... That is, we've done Holiday, we've done Post-Apocalyptic, and now we've done Sequel, and I'm just edging it out by just a hair. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what part... part turn this... All right. Here we go. Can't do that one. That was holiday again. <laughs> Mad scientist. Mad scientist. I have one in mind. I'm just trying to think if I can think of one better. We did a top ten. I'm gonna do one that we haven't uh, done before. Uh, reanimator. You said reanimator. That's a good one to uh, yeah. review. That's a classic. I'm gonna go with the fly. Reanimator yeah. versus. Oh damn, that's a good. <laughs> that's a... why didn't I do the fly? That was yeah. in my top. That was actually in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, with uh, Jeff Goldblum. And uh, we'll do that versus Rihanna. That'll be actually a pretty decent uh, matchup. Both well, of them. I haven't seen either one of these movies. Uh, I've seen both. Um, it was going to be between that and now coming to mind. It might not be better, but it would have been an interesting one. Uh, was going to be Splice. But uh, that's that's cool though. Reanimator versus the fly. So, the fly. Yeah. so you'll, you're going to be in for a. Uh, that should have been like your homework or something. If had I known you've never seen the fly, I could have given you that for homework. <laughs> And I, and I would have came, I would have been, I needed a win for, but, uh, oh, but that's for another thing. Well, thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great week. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.